Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Carly Copeland of the Department of Public Works and Environmental Services in the Maintenance and Stormwater Management Division about a new stormwater maintenance awareness training program for contractors and how it's benefiting the contractors, owners of stormwater facilities, as well as the county. So, Carly, thanks for uh, being with us on the County Conversation. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, absolutely. The Department of Public Works and Environmental Services Maintenance and Stormwater Management Division. That takes like two or three business cards just to get all that <laughs> on there. <laughs> it does. What is it that you specifically do? What's your title? What's your job function within uh, Public Works and then specific, I guess, Maintenance and Stormwater Management Division? Well, I'm the Section Chief of the Inspections, Maintenance, and Enforcement Group of the Stormwater Management Branch. I'm responsible for inspecting and maintaining about 6,000 stormwater facilities throughout Fairfax County. Six 6,000 facilities. What do you mean by a facility when we're talking about within the maintenance and stormwater management division? What is a facility? So a facility could be anything from a wet pond that you see driving along the parkway or drive facility, which is very dry. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's wet under rainy conditions. Okay, and like a little pit or a, it, it's, yeah, it's a lake when it fills up or a pond or something. Yeah, and temporarily huh. stores water. Oh, okay. And then it releases it over an engineered rate. Um, it ah. could include a infiltration trench or a bioretention garden, or it could be permeable pavement or like the green roof mm. on the Herity Garage. Oh, wow. We have a variety of different facilities right. throughout the county. I, I would have, I mean... I know the Fairfax County is over 400 square miles, mm-hmm. which is a lot. But then you say 6,000 of these facilities that you're responsible for inspecting and, and ensuring that they're they're working properly, I guess. Correct. Uh, I mean, is there – I assume there's like a schedule. I mean, you can't get to one every month, but, it, I mean, it's like right. you know, you're constantly out. Right. Spe- so we, we kind of d- categorize them in two ways. Uh, one would be – privately maintained by the citizens oh, okay. and residents of the county, and then publicly maintained. And about two-thirds of the county are privately maintained facilities, oh, okay. and we do inspect those once every five years. Mm. So we kind of go through a, uh, an inspection cycle that way. And then in regards to the public facilities, depending on the type of facility, we inspect it either annually or biannually. Mm-hmm. So how, how did you get into this line of work? I mean, is it... Is, uh, background, interest, uh, you know, college degree kind of thing? I mean, Yeah, so I spent four years in the United States Coast Guard as a marine scientist, uh, and I did a lot of pollution response. I did a lot of designated waterfront facility inspections, just kind of ran the gamut. And then I went and attended Auburn University, got my undergrad in um, environmental science. Oh, okay. And then I moved up to the D.C. area as a consultant. I worked for Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. on this program, oh. and I did that for almost five years, and then I took a full-time position right. with Fairfax, wow, okay. and I've been an employee for about four years now. Okay, interesting. Okay, nice nice transition. It yeah. all, all kind of fits together. I want to ask a really dumb question before we kind of get into this this training program and that kind of thing. When, when I hear, you know, Department of Public Works and Environmental Services, and then I hear Maintenance and Stormwater Management Division, it sounds so intimidating to me. Mm. Uh, a simple question or a dumb question on my part. When we say stormwater, 
is it really the that one word separated? It's the water from a storm. It that, is. That yeah, it's any water that falls from the sky or snow melt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So avoiding erosion, runoff, proper ways to channel it, kind of thing. Yeah. So erosion and sediment control ties really nicely into the overall stormwater concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to prevent erosion caused by storms. And as we develop as a county, we create services by which, you know, water cannot infiltrate. And so it causes the water to speed up, erosion accelerates, and we have severe degradation. Mm-hmm. So the stormwater management program really, you kind of envision, you know, way back when, when the county was expanding after World War II, we had, you know, a, 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 an expanse in the population. Right, right. And we built neighborhoods and communities very quickly, and we did so with the mindset of getting the water off of our properties as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And then the concept of the um, stormwater management program came into place after the Clean Water Act amendments of around the 1970s. Mm. And further, they were expanded in the 90s. And you saw, okay, well, maybe we need to slow down some of this water because we're causing a lot of degradation. So we kind of plop facilities in between the the receiving water and the end of the pipe. And so they really served to eliminate the erosive forces that we had. And now with the newer regulations, we're actually trying to treat the water as well. Allow for some residence time for sediments to dry out. You have nutrients that attach to sediments and those nutrients are able to to settle out as well. So the concept is that we have cleaner water at the end of the pipe. Wow, okay. Learn something new every day. (laughs) All right, so there's specifically a new training program that I think you guys yes. have developed. Can you just kind of give me a little bit of an overview about, about what we're talking about? Yes, so the county does about 800 inspections of private facilities every year. And when we, get, when we do an inspection, we send out an inspection report. We ask owners to perform the requisite maintenance or deficiencies noted inside that report within a certain time frame. We did an analysis and found that it was taking folks about 200 days to comply with our request. Wow. That's almost a year. (laughs) It it, it is a very long time. And we have built in 135 days as a normal part of the program. Okay. So that's about four and a half months. So they were exceeding that time frame. Hmm. And a lot of the feedback we were getting was that they just did not know who to call. You know, folks would call us. I don't know who to call. And we did not have a published list or any kind of guidance that we could give them. We could direct them to some neighboring jurisdictions or to a um, kind of a national website, and they could figure it out. But we really found that there was a need for us to help the citizens comply with the maintenance that we've asked them to do in a a more timely manner. So, yeah, we embarked on this new training program, and um, we had our first session on October 6th. We had about 45 people attend. That equated to about 25 different companies that are now on a list that we are calling an attendance list. So we're not certifying the the quality of the work or the or the work that the contractors do, but we are publishing it as an attendance list and providing that in the inspection report. So hopefully, folks will have a a place to go very quickly. At least acknowledging the companies that have been, I assume, proactive in trying Very to much, take yeah. advantage of some education training. And I'm assuming, theoretically, with getting this knowledge and being exposed to this information, they can then 
perform their work quicker, et cetera, and know right. how to go through the system? Exactly. So kind of an indirect benefit that we found after having the training was that the contractors really appreciated the time we spent just teaching them about our program, what mm. our expectations are, kind of what the cycle is, how they can better serve their clients by providing us with the proper paperwork and and, um, and documentation that we re- require in order to close out an inspection. Mm. So I, I think we've, we've actually got a new... We've got 25 new partners in our yeah, outreach yeah. Um, now, is messaging. This, is this like just scratching the surface? Is this the majority of the companies out there? I mean, what's the, what's, what's the future hold, I guess? Um, so we did a lot of different media outreach, campaigns yeah, in yeah. order to try and, and, and get the, the biggest attendance pool yeah, that we yeah. could. And I did find that, you know, a lot of the, the mailings that we sent out got returned to sender. So I think we'll probably be able to double the attendees mm. on that list um, after our April session. So yeah. we'll, we'll be holding training again April okay. 26th, I Of think. 2016. Correct, okay. yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure folks, when they're listening to this. So sounds like you, uh, it, it may be an ongoing program in the fall and the spring then, or when you're going to be offering? Well, we thought the first year we would do it twice a year uh, in order to get the most gotcha, folks gotcha. on the list. And then after that, we'll probably require them to attend the training every three years. Oh, okay. Right. What What kind of you kind of touched on a little bit what kind of goes into the into the training what's what is the training itself kind of an overview if you don't mind yeah so we talked about the like I said the 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 feedback that we received in regards to just explaining our process was really really positive so we did spend a a, a large amount of time just talking about Fairfax County's program is and I know this is a tough question to interrupt you is there a way to to boil that process down in like 30 seconds or 60 seconds you could kind of give me or or an overview yeah so we discussed the county's process we went over above ground facilities below ground facilities and uh, what we call low impact development type facilities the common maintenance issues associated with those and common remedies oh okay okay so providing so okay solutions I guess yeah okay go ahead I'm sorry to interrupt you (laughs) yeah um so yeah we that that that's essentially what we Mm -hmm. what we discussed okay now um there's paperwork I'm assuming as well (laughs) since we are a government there's things that contractors have to do if there are problems and that kind of thing was was kind of working through the system part of the training as well. Right. So we went over the requirements for a company to actually perform work in Fairfax County, which is you need a Virginia business license. One of the requirements to get on the list was that you have, if you had a Fairfax County office, you had to ha- be current on your BPOL. Hmm. And um, which we talked about permitting. BPOL, business, business professional, professional occupation license. license. Okay. Yeah. So in order f- for the list of attendees to go out, I had to verify all of those things. Oh, okay. And yeah, we went over permitting, we went over the land development process, if they need to go back for plan revisions, et cetera. Wow. I mean, that's, as I'm thinking about it, that sounds huge because just trying to work through, again, Fairfax County, over 400 square miles, 1.1, 1.2 million people, the number of businesses, residences, you know. It's trying to work through a county government this size. Right. That part of it alone seems like it would be invaluable. Yeah, <laughs> so. right. Well, the the trainer definitely had to train 
herself on <laughs> how to go through those processes. Yeah. We're talking with Carly Copeland of uh, the Department of Public Works and Environmental Services and the uh, Maintenance and Stormwater Management Division about a new uh, stormwater maintenance awareness training program being developed or has been developed and has been offered uh, once already this year in 2015 and uh, being looked at again for April of 2016. And uh, program not only benefits the contractors, the owners of the stormwater facilities, but also the county. Kind of, we've kind of talked a little bit from the contractor standpoint, and maybe somewhat about the owner of the the facility. Um, but I, I kind of want to dive into the, the the benefits of the county. I mean, I I think I can infer some of the benefits from what we've talked about. But what do you really see as the the major benefits or advantages that the county gets out of this effort and working with the contractors? So the benefits, as I see them, for the county include decreased time spent on the phone explaining our processes. Mm -hmm. Like like I said before, I really feel like we've gained 25 companies that are able to express our message to the owners when they receive a report and can outline our expectations. They know the answer to the question of, can I get an extension? Mm. They know the answer is no. Um, (laughs) You know, we don't, maybe that'll eliminate some of the time we spend on the phone. But the most important piece, I think, will be it will defer enforcement action. So Hmm. after 135 days of the normal inspection process, the facility gets submitted over to the enforcement group. And we really just do not want to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not the goal of the program. The goal of the program is to gain compliance. And we would much rather not go through the notice of violation process. We would much rather it be through, Hmm. you know, these voluntary means. So. I think we're going to see, time will tell, but I think we're going to see a, a lot fewer enforcement mm. cases coming our way. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I think that's beneficial to everyone. Right. A little thing I picked up there, you were, and this goes back, I guess, to the owners of the facilities themselves. And I think you said earlier, like two-thirds of these 6,000-some-odd facilities were privately owned. So there's a lot of owners right. <laughs> out there. Uh, and they have a problem how do they know who to call? So the report that they receive is it, it, it's very thick and it might be very intimidating yeah. when they receive it. But we have I have my name on there. I have my staff's name on there, our phone number, our website, mm. all the contact information that they would need in order to call us is, is there. Okay. And we, we offer that technical support to them oh, okay. also. So okay. when they receive, um, let's say they receive two bids from a company and they want to make sure that the items within that bid meet the needs of the inspection report, we, uh-huh. we do a technical review and, oh, wow. and tell them yes or no, you know, this this will satisfy okay. the needs of, okay. of the county. So we are here. We are open. We, we get a lot of phone calls. Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, like... a lot of phone calls. And we're happy to help. That's like I said, the, right. the whole goal of the program is to just ensure these fu- facilities are functioning right. properly. So, so while we're talking about phone numbers, is there a phone number? Is there a website, uh, some information you can give out if, if folks are in one of these situations and, and they just don't know where to turn or who to call or, you know, even if it is spelled out right there? But. Right. So <clears throat> the, the stormwater phone number is 703-877-2800. And you can also visit the website, which is www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash dpwes slash stormwater Mm. and we're actually working on updating the stormwater website to be more 
informative mm-hmm. for especially the private owners. Okay. Um, so check back first of the year, and, and it'll definitely right, right. be more spiffy. It's more spiffy. <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to say it. More, more it, spiffy. I hope so. I hope yeah. it's spiffy. Um, the county does not endorse businesses, Correct. recommend businesses, et cetera. But there is this list that mm-hmm. you have that is on the website or will be on the yes, website? Yes, it will, it will be on the website along okay. with all the training materials okay. that we use during right. our training sessions. Okay. Yep. So that's not if, if a stormwater facility owner gets a report, needs work, et cetera, um, the website is a resource. They could look to this list to see who's attended a training. Correct. That's not a recommendation from the county, but that might be someone that maybe understands the process a little bit sure. more, that kind sure. of thing. So right. am I explaining that kind of No, that's right? that's true. Yeah, so we worked with the Office of County Attorney, and we, we formulated a disclaimer statement that you'll mm. see at the very top okay. that says we don't endorse any of these companies. You know, you definitely need to go through your standard mm-hmm. process of obtaining mm-hmm. more than one bid and, you know, do your homework. If you're, if you're an owner of a stormwater facility, I mean, is it, you know, a family in a neighborhood that owns a facility or, or are we talking about, you know, a business or a corporation or something like that where they may know a little bit more about how the process works? It's all of the above. Oh, wow. So okay. if the county is exhibiting a, a, a large volume of its development in redevelopment and that includes taking a home with a smaller footprint and making it larger on on the same square footage of lot and so a lot of that development requires those particular individual lots to have stormwater facilities so it's Uh not uncommon for us to have the bulk of our new incoming facilities on private residents do residents really understand that do you think when no, they buy the property no and that and that's my, that's my next big initiative is oh, really okay. trying to help owners early on in the process yeah. understand what they have what the obligations are and yeah. and we're creating tools for them to better understand how to maintain yeah. them yeah because that's been what's been going through in my mind this whole time i've been thinking well you know if it's Could me you. <laughs> yeah if it's me i mean i wouldn't know where to yeah, start right yeah. i know it, it, it's a challenge because this growth has happened so quickly the mm-hmm. program has expanded so so fast in that world and so yeah we're, we're trying to target some of our our outreach towards those mm-hmm. types of owners yeah. in particular okay We're talking with Carly Copeland here on the county conversation and just a minute or two left before we wrap it up. Kind of go back to the beginning, if you will, and and, kind of talk about stormwater in general and and what it is you guys do in relation to this program and and kind of, again, why why it's important and and what you're looking for in the outcome. So the goal of of the Stormwater Management Inspection Program is to ensure that we are – looking at these facilities at a requisite frequency, that we are ensuring maintenance of these facilities are being performed, and <clears throat> ultimately either, you know, having the maintenance performed or mm-hmm. pursuing enforcement actions. Right, right. Like I said before, we do not want to pursue the enforcement actions, and so a way to hopefully gain compliance faster will be, um, you know, the result of this program, right. which is this list that we'll be able to submit with the owners, and they have this information right when they receive the report. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That sounds good. 
Final, uh, final thought from you. Anything? Uh, haven't asked anything that you think is important to uh, to mention before we uh, kind of wrap it up. Maybe just even provide the phone number again. Yes. Yeah, so we will have another training session on Tuesday, April twenty sixth, twenty sixteen, at the Heritage Building hmm. from eight to five. So be checking that website to register for that event. And if you have any questions related to a stormwater facility, feel free to call us anytime. Our phone number is 703-877-2800. All right. Carly uh, Copeland with us on the County Conversation. Good information. Thanks so much for for making it simple for me to understand. Thank you. Thanks uh, to you for listening to the County Conversation as well. And if you'd like to get more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government. Thank you for listening.